0: Hey, Barstool listeners, you can find every episode of this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music.
1: Okay, Uh, we're live here, the Dave Portnoy podcast. It's been, well, before I get into it, let's, let's, get our first read done, our first sponsor, because without them, this podcast literally wouldn't exist. I mean, it literally wouldn't exist. I wouldn't be doing this, but I have to please the advertisers, because that's how we keep the lights on. That's how I pay people's bills. So uh, let's get into the first one. Bet DSI, we have uh, the MLB package here. I'm watching the Red Sox. Clay Buchholz, just a disgusting human pitcher. Somebody that my brain seemingly can't wrap itself around the fact that he's terrible. Every time Clay Buchholz pitches, I think he's going to be good. Every time he pitches, he's horrible. Gave up four runs in the first three-run bomb. The Red Sox are battling back. Scrappy team. Brock Hull just went deep. Uh, I, would, I love the Red Sox this year. That first inning four-run debacle. From Clay, that was kind of a slap in the face because it brought me back to reality that this team may stink. Anyways, if you want to bet on baseball, free ten dollars from Bet DSI. You got to use the code Father Ten, as in Blog Father. Get it, Blog Father. Father Ten, free ten dollar baseball bet. Bet on the Red Sox while it's still good, while we're still first place. Um, And that is brought to you by Bet DSI. Okay, so my podcast. Amongst the Barstool podcast, it's the weirdest. It's made no sense. There's no rhythm. There's no flow. This is supposed to be about the inside workings of Barstool sports. We did that once with Mike Kearns who bought us. Uh, I guess my dad qualified as twice. I made him a star right off the bat. You're welcome, dad. You search like lawyer, law, lawyer profiles. He's number 200 out of 7 million or something in the United States. Big Cat pouched him, poached him, I believe is how you say it. He's got him on, of My Take. Part of My Take's a good show. It's a good show. they got guests. They, they laugh. They have fun. P, uh, PFD commenter, there's camaraderie. They have a good show. They have a good show. KFC Radio, he's been doing this forever. I don't know where he's getting his guests from. Half of them I've never heard of, but people seem to like. The Cat Timph show, she's getting stalked. That's got to count from something. Caleb, I don't even know what Caleb's doing. The Caleb Presley show. And then you have my show. And it's all over the board. I had interviews, obviously, with uh, Frank Kaminsky, and I had interviews with uh, Jack Eichel. That's not what the show is supposed to be, but you put a name on like that, and then you get more page views, you get more people watching, more advertising. But I don't know if the show's as good. That's never really what I wanted to do. I never want to sit down and ask uh, people different things. And to be honest, we're in a weird spot. Because the whole podcasting thing, we started a little bit prematurely, a little bit early. It's supposed to be when we're all in New York and we have these nice studios. And I like looking somebody in the eyes when I interview them. Looking through their soul. Getting a read on them. Beating them into a corner. Trying to get things out of them. Over the Skype and over blog talk radio, you could barely hear. So my my show is all over the map. And today we're going back to basics. So it's going to be a lot of callers calling in after I do my... know intro and and get my feet wet here. A lot of people say, hey Prez, you're just copying KSC. There is nothing, and I mean nothing in this world that I didn't invent. The original power hour was what I used to do, what I'm doing right now. Sitting in front of my computer with a microphone, blog talk, radio, people calling with questions. You can ask anything about anything in the world. And I'd give you honest answers and, and either hang up on you move on or do whatever. So this is throwback. This is, this is a retro game. This is a classic. Uh, and everybody who's on the line right now, you guys should be proud to be part of bringing back history because that's what we're doing today. The power hour is how I met uh, Big Cat. Big Cat was the caller on the power hour. Back in the day, he used to call in like you guys. And and talk to me and be like, Dave, I'm running this little website, the Hug Club, I can't get any viewers. What do I do? I put him on my wing, I made him a superstar. So who knows, that could be you on this call right now. Um, What else can we talk about before we get into that? You can ask about the CEO search ongoing. That's the thing, that's why I couldn't do just... Shows about our internal workings. There's nothing really new. We're in limbo. We're still interviewing. We hired a search firm to try to find the CEO, COO, GM, all the same. I'm not a big title guy. I could care less about my title. Yeah, I'm the president. I'm the big dog. I'm the king. Whatever you want to call me, I don't care. Um, And none of our guys really care about titles. So are we hiring a CEO A COO or a GM, I don't know, whatever, whoever we hire wants to call themselves, but we have a a search firm, it's long, it's slow, a lot of meetings, I had two today, trying to find the right candidate, the right right set of skills, which is knowing about technology, knowing about marketing, knowing about product, um, distribution, all that, and somebody who buys into the culture and understands, a CEO now, somebody who has worked and been very successful in their career, and is willing to possibly work next to Nate in a swinging bird cage in the office. It's not the easiest combo to find. Like a killer, a there's somebody making you know high six figures, and, and you're gonna have Nate in a bird cage next to you. By the way, a funny Nate story. And I guess this is kind of insider baseball, insider training. I've been meaning to blog this. I do like Nate. I know some people don't like him. I think he's starting to build Nate Nation. As he becomes more comfortable, and what a weirdo he is. But off, an off-the-record email he sent me that was maybe the funniest email I've received in a long time is so Nate sent an email that said, "I'm I'm concerned about the level of quietness I'm going to have at the new office because when I blog, I I plug it in, I, I tune out the noise, I don't listen to music, like almost picturing Zuckerberg in when in." in in the social network when he just starts coding. And he's worried if there's any sound, it's just going to knock him off his game. So we may actually have to build a soundproof birdcage and let Nate just, you know, go bananas in there, blogging his little brain off. Um, the office, it's officially done. That office, there was an article about it in the newspaper, some commercial real estate website or something, saying we got 6,000 feet, nice area. That led to a billion cold calls. Cold call on top of cold call on top of cold call. I don't even know how they get my name and number, but it's incessant. Everybody wants a piece of the pie. We already have that stuff all figured out, like who's doing telecom, who's doing all this. The building is about to start, but, again, not much to report there, sort of a holding process. Um, you know, maybe half a, half a million dollars going into that bad boy office. So it, it ain't going to be cheap. It's going to be nice, and it's going to be very unlike Barcelona. How long till we smut it up and just make it a mess? That probably won't take long. Um, we're still trying to get a TV show, meeting with different studios, networks, producers. Again, not much to report there. Met with some good people. I don't think I can say it. I don't, I, not because I care, but I don't think they'd like it. By the way, I'm seeing a lot of callers drop. What type of asshole calls and drop? What do you think you are going to be first? Listen. Enjoy the show while we do it. And I'm going to go down and hopefully speak to everybody. So just chill out. If you're dropping, then I don't want you on this line in the first place. This is a privilege. You don't drop on me. I drop on you. Um, Hank was here for a couple of days. I talked about that on the rundown. Uh, my wife, Renee, absolutely denied him a hug, which was very funny. I don't know who tries to hug the boss's wife just because you're putting together some tech stuff. That was strange. Um And that's about it. So... We'll get into the calls. I said this
0: is going to be a caller show. Podcast1.com is proud to be the nation's largest ad-supported network, providing you over 200 of your favorite shows with limited commercial interruption. And guess what? What? Now, we're going to give you even more. Oh, no. yes. That's right. For less than the cost of a dozen Krispy Kreme's, you can now fill your face with Podcast1 Premium, our newest edition which gives you access to exclusive commercial-free interviews from big names like Seth Rogen, Brian Cranston, Charles Barkley, Vince Vaughn, Mark Wahlberg, Steph Curry, and more. Uh, Amazing! Plus original content from our biggest shows, not available anywhere else on the planet. That's not all. Unlimited access to over 3,000 archives. A chance to ask your favorite host anything you want, and possibly even meet them. Wow. So now you can have it both ways. Listen like you always have, and spend a little cash supporting our sponsors. Yes, spend too. Or spend even less and get a whole lot more with Podcast One Premium. The choice is yours. Sign up for Premium now at PodcastOne.com. So we'll start
1: with... Remember how I do this. Danny... Danny, you there?
2: Yeah,
3: I'm here.
1: All right, good. You're on. You're, you're number one, so make this count.
3: There we go. I got two pretty quick questions. First one is, out of all the Barstool guys, you, Big Cat, and everyone else, who's legitimately the best athlete?
1: I'm legitimately the best athlete out of the crew without Caleb in the mix. I really haven't seen Caleb do anything, um, uh-huh. but obviously playing Division One football and, and being – Think he was on scholarship at some point, even put uh-huh. on the pads at UNC. That's a, that's pretty good, but it's impressive. Yeah, I, I am. Oh, we're just gonna keep cutting each other off. Is that how it's gonna go? No, I'll let you talk. Okay, thank you. Uh, yeah, you did ask the question, but Big Cat. I mean, KFC KFC's never played a sport in his life. K Marco would say he's decent. Trent played, I guess, high school football, but I was a legitimate like superstar. High school, uh-huh. not beyond that. I mean, you could go read the stats. Batted third sophomore year of high school state champs, hit 400 as a triple crown winner as a, my junior year. Uh, for all you novices, that means most home runs, best average, most RBIs, all me, 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 uh, toy cannon. So I was like legit, I couldn't throw. And But as my high school coach said, you know, I, I, everyone has a weakness. That's why you're not in the pros. So I, I would have to say myself, but I'd have to see more Caleb. What's question two?
4: The other one is, out of all the Boston guys, if you guys were in a Royal Rumble, who
1: would win that? Again, me. Um, well, Trent's a big boy, and I know people are going to say, wait, but Big Cat's like 600 pounds. How are you going to get him out of the ring? If you go back to a really old, the sumo wrestling video, where Big Cat is much bigger than me, But I'm all about momentum and leverage, and I threw him like a cupcake out of the ring. He came at me. I used my leverage, a little hip toss. Boom, he's on the mat. So it would be me. Uh, I also beat up in uh, college. I got in a fight with a guy on the Michigan hockey team. We were playing NHL 94, uh, and we got a little toss. I used the same exact move I used on Big Cat. Simple hip toss, threw him right into the trash. So I would say me. Uh, Chuck, what do you got, Chuck?
2: Okay, Uh, I'm a former New Englander, live out in Scottsdale, pizza connoisseur like yourself. Went to Monty's, per your uh, review, last summer. You gave it like a 9.9, and I thought it was wildly overrated. And the question I have is, in that uh, review, you said you'd never been there before, but there is a pizza review from like a year prior to that where you mentioned having been there and also thinking it's overrated. So just want to see if you want to touch on that. did they pay you. Did they sponsor you. What's the deal?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll gladly talk about that. First of all, it was a ten. I said it was a ten. Yeah. Um, that is the pizza place I grew up with. So that's that is what I would order every night. So it, sometimes, you know, with stewies, it takes them a little bit to, to pick up on things. And if you're a New Englander or whatnot, but I've probably dropped the name Monty's if I went back through their records a hundred times. So, and every time I'd say it was a ten. And then when I did the review, I said I'd never been there. Sometimes I hope that people can pick up on those references. Apparently you couldn't, but, you know, that, that's <laughs> the internal war I go through. Are the stoolies smart enough to keep up with my jokes, or are they not? In this case, you weren't. I lost that one. That's on me. <laughs> There's no crust on there, though. How can you think that's the best pizza? That's, a, that's no that's crust. That's, 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 where in New England are you from?
2: I lived in uh, Somerville and Winchester and then the Hartford area. So for 18 years, kind of split up between both.
1: Okay, so bar pizza is a huge deal. I mean, Monty's is really one of the few North Shore ones, but I've done a ton of reviews on the South Shore with Linwood, Town Spa. Sure. Those are all the same. They're all bar pizzas, no crust. Well,
2: every time – I'm back in, in, the, in the New England area about two or three times a year, and this is
1: the other thing I wanted to ask you.
2: Papa Gino's is what I, what I go back to first and foremost. Uh, I know you think it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a chain, you shit on it, but that is phenomenal, especially for uh, a chain pizza. It's consistent. Uh, but the best pizza I've had, New Haven is wildly overrated. I know you like Pepe's and Sal's and all that. Bronx, uh, New York, is the best pizza I've ever had. There's a couple of different places in there. Um, I just don't, the bar pizza in Massachusetts,
1: Well, All no right, crust. give me the Bronx pizza. Give me one bar pizza. Well, give me one Bronx pizza.
2: I would have to text a buddy of mine and tweet at you because I'm not from there.
1: Uh, but well, then, then that's the end of that. I mean, come on. You can't come in and say the best pizza in the world is the Bronx Pizza. You don't have one place. It moved you so much that you don't even remember where you ate. And as far – I get people saying they don't like bar pizza, but that's the style of it. So either you like it or you don't. I do like it. Um, I don't know if this is the real Rico. I hope it is. It says Rico – is this Rico? This, this is Rico's pit bull. Who's Rico's Rico's
4: Pitbull? Pitbull. Uh, Rico's Pitbull from Providence. Okay. So, first of all, I just want to thank you
2: for everything you do.
1: You're legitimately one of the greatest human beings to ever walk this earth. I love the way this call is going.
2: Yeah, go, Prez, go. Just thank you for everything. I I, I don't know what else to say on that. Uh, My question is, uh, it's my understanding that the Rico sit-down fell through. I just want to know where that's at. I'm a little concerned.
1: <laughs> the, the Rico Bosco sit-down did fall through. I've been incredibly busy, but I'd like to bring in Rico. There's parts of Barstool now who think he's so far off the reservation that you know, he, he's a ticking time bomb that will eventually uh, explode and kill everybody. But the Rico sit-down will 100% happen. It's just been timing. I mean, I, all the things I described in the beginning of the show, which I, I don't want to make this about Dave. It's not about Prez. It's not about Dave. It's not the Dave Portnoy show. I, it, I don't want this to be about that. But I'm having CEO meetings. I'm having office build-out meetings. I'm having shows about our TV show. I'm having HR meetings. I'm having more meetings that you could shake a stick at, and I'm still out blogging most of the people on the site. So the RICO, it has to happen, but I just need a little more time. And, again, it's not about me. It's about everybody else. I don't know why this question's for me. Josh, what do you got?
3: Hey, uh, just going back to the uh, pizza reviews, you've been in New York for two weeks. You haven't done any pizza reviews. What's going on over here?
1: Uh, here's the thing. I keep getting... The same exact pizza, Joe's Pizza, which I already reviewed. And that's a creature of habit. That's how I am. So I've literally had it like six times. I, I don't know if you heard at one point I got in a Twitter war with, uh, what is it, Seamless? Because one day they delivered me the pizza. The next day they won't deliver me the pizza. No one would have, none of these stupid bike drivers would have the, the balls to accept my call to bring me the pizza. I started tweeting at, Le- at Seamless that they were absolute cowards and the company was a joke. And then uh, some other company got at me, um, Daily Dash, or whatever the thing is, and they got me the pizza right away, so I did that. But the the reason I haven't done New York pizza, and and my wife can attest to this, is once I start it, once I come to New York, my goal is to do one pizza review a day, every day, till I've hit every single pizza place in the world. Um, Postmates, not Seamless. Renee just handed me a note. Are you my producer now? Do you want to chip in and say something? No. Okay. Uh, so I had to wrong. Whatever. That's irrelevant. But the, the reason I'm not doing the pizza reviews is once I start, I want consistent. One a day, every day, till I've hit every single one. I don't have the consistent camera person because none of the guys are out. So i got to be able to have somebody I know, okay, it's pizza review time. Let's go. So I'm purposely not trying anything till that's in place. Uh, Dylan, what do we got? Hey, Dave, what's going on? What's up, man?
0: Hey, how worried are you about uh, playing second fiddle to uh, the king of New York City, Mr. Mike Francesa?
1: i got to be honest, I watched that reunion because I'm in New York now, so I had it on a local channel, uh, Mike and the Mad Dog. That was the most, and I saw KFC, oh, this is the best thing ever. That was the most boring, overrated television show I've ever seen in my life, and if that's what gets people out of bed in New York, I feel pretty confident that I'll be wearing that crown within a year or two. If
0: he ever uh, asked you to go on a show, would you you'd, you'd oblige, obviously, right? Yeah, absolutely.
1: People are talking. We got in a fight. We didn't get in a fight. There was something that he and I. Had, oh, I think it was Bradygate, and and, and he maybe mentioned or signed people like, "Why don't you?" I don't call in. I'm not Rico Bosco. I'm not going to call in Dave from uh, Manhattan or Dave from Boston. I'm, I'm not going to do that. That's, but if they're like, hey, we'd like to have you in the show, I'd be in our heartbeat, no doubt. Uh, Colin, I, I maybe should be – what's happening here? Yeah, Colin, you're on. What's up, prez? Can you hear me? What's going on? Yeah, I can. Uh, you got me here? I do.
4: All right, so uh, with the with the
1: uh, thrill ride video, video coming out today, that was a great video. Where, where are you calling from a toilet? What's happening? Well,
4: uh, you got the fish tank in the background. That's not good. All right.
1: All right no, off. you sound like you're on a toilet. It was a fish tank. Okay.
4: All right, so uh, thrill ride video, awesome video. Um, so with the recent hires that stools had, like his thrill ride. Going to make even more appearances, or is that a one time deal?
1: I'd like to have him make more appearances. Thrill Ride and I talked uh, probably six months before this deal even came about, and it just kind of ended. I guess it, it didn't seem like, for, at least from my perspective, he was overly interested in doing it full time. My idea was to have just a full time wrestler. Like he came to the office as a wrestler, and everything he did was in wrestling personality. Um, but it didn't go very far, and I don't know if that would get old. I thought that video was good. Uh, and I'd like to have more thrill ride. I don't think he could move to New York. So he may become more like maybe a cat, like a part-time guy. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. And then the second
3: part, um, Nate made a, well, I'm 99% sure that was creepy Nate, but all of the, uh, on-screen videos he's had, he's been almost probably blackout drunk in all of them. And I'd say it's a big swing and a miss to avoid,
4: uh, like getting Nate on camera while he's blackout drunk. So,
1: Agreed. I, I couldn't agree more about the Nate dog. And, by the way, if you're really questioning whether that was Nate dog, you're one of those barstool guys where we got to tone down the jokes. I love Nate. I think Nate's very funny, so I'm all in on Nate. By the way, I'm going to do something that, that is so heroic because I don't know how long this is going to take. First, I'm going to throw it to a commercial. If you haven't noticed, I haven't been great at my commercial breaks, so sometimes I have to go put them in after the show. There's no flow. I'm not going to let that happen today. Um, and what I was going to say, if you're staying on the line and, and hanging on here, I will get to you. It could be a long show. That's fine. But I'm not gonna, you're not going to be a guy on my show, not on my show, who has to wait for an hour and then gets hung up on it and doesn't get his question. Oh, no, no, no. That is not how we'll do it here. Um, this show and what makes this happen is Lisa mattresses 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 the Dave show, Portnoy show is brought to you by Lisa.com uh, if you go to Lisa.com slash Portnoy put in my last name Portnoy at checkout they'll give you 75 bucks it's free shipping they don't have to pay the overhead of fancy warehouses Deliver to your houses they got the memory foam they got all the fancy stuff but none of the fancy prices. I am in cahoots with them right now, talking to them as we speak to put their fancy mattresses in my fancy Nantucket house. So that's how much I trust Lisa.com. That was a, another electric read. Lisa.com slash Back to the phone calls because that's what we do. Elliot, what do you got? How's it going, Dave? Good. Is this Nate? No, this is,
2: this is Elliot from Rhode Island.
1: All right, Elliot from Rhode Island. You sound like Nate from Washington, but I'll take your word for it.
2: Okay. Um, I have to do a Masters pool. Four golfers for the Masters, who you got?
1: This sounds like a Nate from Washington type question, too. Um, four pool guys from the Masters. You know, I don't cover – I don't follow golf enough to really – I mean, Dustin Johnson, I think, would be one. You got, obviously, Spieth. I Masters pool, I don't – is this like DraftKings where there's a budget? I mean, I just railed off Dustin Johnson, uh, Rory, Spieth, and um, there's one other major guy coming up I feel like I'm forgetting, Mickelson. I don't know. Dumb question. Next up. Um, Don.
4: Hey, Dave. How's it going? Good. Hey, uh, you're a man of the people. You tell it like it is, so I, I know you're going to answer this.
1: Mary, fuck, kill. Tico, cat, or KFC's wife. <laughs> wow, what a what a pairing. Tico, cat, KFC's wife. All right, what a question. Um, I'm thinking here. I don't think I can kill Tico because we're like a team. I probably the smart answer is to kill KFC's wife. That's a simple answer. But I think the answer would be marry Kat. You can't marry Tico. Tico, you'd blow your brains out. I think you have to fuck KFC's wife just to hold it over KFC. Nothing about her, but just a like, yep. no matter what that rat said, I'd be like, well, I banged your wife. Like, there is no comeback in the universe for somebody who says that. So that's just a universal. Uh, Tico, though, would be probably the wildest night of anybody's life. Like, I mean, I can't even imagine what happens when the lights go out with Tico, Texas, that would be bananas. So it's a tough one, but I think as I just purely as, as unique an experience as that would be, it's got to be KFC, not because of the female part, just it's, you have real estate permanently in his head if that happens. So that would probably be, what would you do? Uh,
4: I definitely would fuck KFC's wife for the same reason. I'd kill Tico in a heartbeat. I'd marry Kat.
1: That's probably a fair answer. I hope KFC doesn't listen to that. I mean, it's a question that's asked and a question that was answered. Um, Joe, what do you got?
4: Hey, Dave, how's it going? Good. Uh, So two quick questions. First, uh, who do you think will be the first two people to get into a legitimate uh, heated argument at the office?
1: Uh, Just a heated argument?
4: Yeah, like an actual, nothing that's for content. Who do you think will be the first two people that get into a pretty serious argument at the new office? Uh,
1: It'll be me and somebody, um, just because I think there'll be an early feeling out process of how much people can yell at each other. Uh, I'm trying to think what I've seen in the office of fights that don't involve myself. I'm usually involved in most of them. They'll probably right. be Hank. Like once a week, I'm jaw to jaw with Hank, and Hank's growing up and growing into himself. So in the beginning, Hank would never fight back, but now he does a right. little bit. And the more you fight back, the matter I get. So that I could see just it being a typical uh, me versus Hank type, type brawl.
4: All right. And uh, second question would be all things considered, if they're both trying equally as hard as each other, who do you think will have more success in? Uh, bringing back,
1: uh, bringing girls home in NYC. Uh, fights or Hank. Oh, fights. That's. Uh, I think the general consensus is that Fe- Feitberg has a way more game than Hank. Uh, I could be wrong, but that would be my guess. I, I would put pretty heavy odds on Feitberg. I'm not saying that Hank's not gonna do well. There's tons of girls here, but it- it's gotta be, gotta be Hank. I mean, gotta be Feitberg. Keenan, what do you got?
3: Hi. Uh, what's up, Bres? Not much. I'm just watching him clear the bum buckles here. Uh, what do you? How long do you think in the new office it's going to take until people are bullying Nate enough where it becomes a problem? Specifically, you, but everybody in general, I
1: guess. Uh <laughs> good question. I, you know, he's either going to sink or swim. I've had this conversation with Nate. I think Nate is one of our great characters. I thought that from the beginning. But I'm not as mean as people think. Like, I think Hank can take it. If Nate can take it and embrace it, he's going to be a hero to every weirdo that walks the street. Because he is a type of weird that you just can't create, you can't emulate, you can't predict, you can't plan. The things he does, like when he took a shot during the spelling bee with Carissa Thompson and thought that was cool. It takes an absolute weirdo genius to pull a stunt like that. The the 14 seconds of him doing Hail the Redskins at WrestleMania, it's brilliant in like a sociopath type of way. And I don't ever want to lose it, and I don't want to beat him out of it. But if he, he just embraces it, and he started to, like during the wrestling video where he wears the Superman mask, you know, he'll always have a place here. Because that type of weirdness, that's one in a million weirdness. Uh, Sachi, is that a name? What's going on? S-A-C... H-I? Sachi? Yeah,
3: that's my name.
1: What kind of name is that?
3: That That's my nickname in high school. All right. All right, so I got, first of all, I just watched the uh, golfing video of you. There's no way you didn't pay off all those guys because
1: there's no way. How did you pronounce golf? Golf. Sound golfing like you said. No, they weren't paid off. If that, that, that actually, to me, people are busting my butt. I thought that was one of the funniest videos we've ever had. Uh, it, it, I had tears in my eyes watching and couldn't stop watching. I didn't pay them off. I mentally beat them into submission before we ever teed off. But I, they, they weren't on the take. They were not on the take.
3: All right, and second of all, I'm a huge Patriots fan, but would you rather have a huge scandal go down and the Patriots win two more Super Bowls or no
1: more Super Bowls at all, but there's no more scandals? give me that. Come on. Easiest question of all time. Give me the Super Bowls. Absolute. Give me the Super Bowls. Easiest thing of all time. Jimmy, I like that name. Jimmy, what do you got, Jimmy?
4: Hey, Dave, what's up?
1: What's going on?
3: Uh, I got a brain question for you. Um, You came
1: to the right place. Were you
3: born with a huge brain, or is there like an El Perez brain training program that I can adapt?
1: No, I mean, it's like anything. It's like being a great athlete. Uh, you can obviously train, but if you don't have the God-given ability, then you're not going to be a professional brain. Um, Dave? Yeah.
4: Um, relating to Felder Roth and stuff, he was on the casting couch, Simmons losing his touch with Boston and moving to L.A. Can you elaborate on how that's not going to happen with you in New York City? I think it's a legitimate question.
1: That's a little legitimate question, I'd say. I, I mean, it all matters what you want to do. I, it, I'm still close to Boston. We could have moved to L.A. We didn't. We stayed in Boston. It's super close. I'm going to watch every single game. I keep saying this. I, If I didn't announce I was moving, I don't think anybody would know that I actually moved. I'm going to watch the same stuff. I'm not going to miss anything. I actually think there's an element of It may make me stronger, Boston, because I'm going to be surrounded by so many slobs and idiots. My anger is just going to rise, whereas Simmons is in L.A., there's no Boston hatred in L.A. I mean, what, the Lakers? Give me a break. It's not the New York-Boston thing. So I actually find when you're in enemy territory, your love of your hometown grows. I'll I'll be at Yankee Stadium every time the Red Sox are in town. I'll be at Madison Square Garden every time the Celtics are in town. I think it'll grow. I think it's going to make me stronger. I think I'm going to bring this city to his knees. Uh, Brian, what do you got? Okay, that,
3: two questions. got to say uh,
2: L&B Spimone Gardens in Brooklyn, 86th Street. What's the name of it? l and Gardens. Okay, l and Gardens. Spamoni Gardens, yeah. All right. Um, first question is, are you guys going to do, like, uh, any, any uh, bar crawls or anything, like a bar stool, bar crawl,
3: something like that in the city?
1: Yeah, we're going to do a lot of stuff in New York. That's all on the planes. We'll probably do at least one a week, some sort of event with all our guys there. But we got to wait till everyone gets here, obviously.
2: All right. And the uh, last question is, you know, collapsed lung, tooth, broken tooth, everything, all that. But I want to know how the hell you deal with KFC's
5: annoying-ass voice on the rundown every day.
1: You know, everybody needs a foil. And he's a good foil, somebody that, when in doubt, you know you can just smash and take advantage of their ineptitude and build yourself up. So I, I, it's no different than somebody who, if you've seen someone run down a court and, and somebody gives them the, the ten fingers to dunk on, that's what KFC. He doesn't do it intentionally, but he's my springboard to success a lot of times. Um, I may have to start screening these. If you have good topics, like I don't want to make this boring, but we're going to Ryan. And this seems like a boring question if he's going to stick with it. And it's not – are you there, Ryan? Yeah, how's it going? Good.
2: Um, so I want to know how much real estate does Mark D'Antonio and Tom Vizzo own in your brain because it's clear they own Michigan?
1: So you're going – I like that. So you're going with an Ohio State guy and a Michigan State guy, both successful. How much real estate do they own in my brain? None. I mean, Where are you from? Michigan State, right here. So you – so you're throwing... Oh, yeah, I was thinking... I, I screwed that up. For some reason, I thought you were. You said uh, the Ohio State coach. So Dan and Tony... No, not at all. Because uh, what we know here is Harbaugh is going to be build a program that's way better than Michigan State. We'll have to worry about Ohio State. And as much as I... Let me put this in perspective. I'm a Michigan guy. I root for Michigan. I went to school in Michigan. They are so far below my Boston teams that I root for. So... You know, if they lose, I move on. Whereas the Patriots, I can't move on. Red Sox, I can't move on. Celtics, I can't move on. Um, Kevin, what do you got? What's up,
4: Dave? Uh, first off, I want to give you a compliment for your hatred for LeBron. You're like the only other person who I've known who's hated him since day one. So, kudos for that. Uh, Thank you. First thing is, um, first question is, what's your, I know you think New York City is a shithole and for pretty much the most part it's a sewer, but what's your favorite thing about living in the city so far and what are you excited for?
1: there's so much there seemingly is so much food options i that i'm almost having a hard time wrapping my brain around just how much like i can eat at any time i want there's so many I have a diner down the street, 24 7. I look to my right there's a Chinese food place 24 /7. I have this place insomniac cookies across the street. It 's open t- till 4 a.m. The first thing I did when I moved here, I, did, I couldn't even feel my tooth. I said, "Give me a chip witch, at just late hours." That to me, one of my fears always is that I'll be hungry when I can't access food. New York, that doesn't seem to be a problem, so I really I'm excited about that. Um, TJ, what do you got?
4: Uh, yeah, so, hey, Prez, um if you were to fire one guy from Barstool, who would it be and why?
1: Oh, that's a tough question. Um, I can't answer it. I'm not saying that there's not people I look at, but, you know, I don't think the best way to motivate somebody is to publicly be like you're close to being fired. Some have had talks, but I can't. I can't do that. There's, there's certain, I'm just like if someone's like, who's the most indispensable? I won't say it. I probably have my own pet peeves on both sides, but, you know, I, I can't be stupid in that regard, not because I don't want to tell you, but it's not good for business to be like, oh, yeah, I heard on the uh, thing, said he may fucking fire you. Um, Danny, what do you got?
4: Prez, what's going on? First off, great interviews past couple of weeks with Kaminsky and uh,
0: Jack. you like Michael. those?
4: Fantastic work. Like, Oh, I love them. I'm a big hockey guy. So I really enjoyed uh, that one with Eichel. I actually went to school in Westfield, Mass., Westfield State uh, University. I'm a big Jack Eichel fan. So I, I, And Frank Kaminsky. I mean, that made me laugh as well. I thought it was fantastic.
1: Interesting. So what, it'll be interesting to see the feedback. I can never tell because there's so many haters, whether people like the straight callers by myself or me interviewing people. By the way, what is that accent from? You sound like you're either from Fargo or you're from Canada, right?
4: And, no, I'll close the game. I'm actually uh, from Detroit, about a half hour away from Windsor.
1: That's a weird accent so from Detroit.
4: Yeah, I played hockey over there my whole life and stuff like so that. Speaking is, of hockey. If you play just, hockey, you oh, just automatically
1: ahead. start talking like that? Is that the deal?
4: Yeah, you with your roommates and stuff, you pick up on it, all those damn Canadians, you know. Um, just a couple of questions. Are we going to see um, the goalie challenge come back?
1: Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I think we have one of the Hayes brothers playing for the Rangers and uh, he's talked a little bit of junk. I think my neighbor is Matt Succarella or something. I think he literally okay. lives like a door down the street. So I don't think he knows what Barstool is, but I'm not beyond like throwing a net on him and just dragging him out to a challenge.
4: Yeah, speaking of that, I mean, JVR kind of uh, dogged it a little bit in that first one. But then my second question, you brought up Matt, so you don't know if he's a Barstool guy. Speaking of that, um, of all the pro sports, which um, professional sporting, uh, you know, thing like that for so do you think is the biggest Barstool fans hockey players, baseball, football. You know,
1: it's it's no doubt hockey. Hockey is, I think, because for the most part, they're middle class white kids, which is what we are. So I don't know that, you know, down at Rucker Park, they're talking Barstool, but they are talking it in Twin Rinks in Danvers. I know Twin Rinks isn't open anymore, so everybody, oh, it's so old, calm down. Ryan, what do you got, Prez? Yeah.
4: What's up, Prez? Listen, a uh, couple things. First, remember, I don't know if you remember in the summer,
1: but there was a crazy bastard who was screaming at T-shirt vendors for selling your shit. Yeah, 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 I do. That was you? Yeah, that that was me. I got punched in the face to you that night, and I just want to say I'd do it all again for you, Prez. I just wanted to put that out there first. I, I appreciate it. That, that was great. That was a very Rico Bosco-type environment, which I appreciate. I appreciate it. All right. I-
3: Absolutely, and I just have a quick question for you. Um,
4: are you guys going to be doing any more like the Bro Show that you're all going to be together in New York? Because I miss that a lot. That's good stuff.
1: Yeah, we will. It's um, you know what the thing is, and it's kind of with the the rundown sort of replaced the Bro Show. The the issue with the Bro Show, which people did like, is it's a lot of travel for everybody, and it takes all of our you know, lead writers yeah. from cities out of blogging, whereas the rundown, we could still blog and do it. We're building more people, and, and the plan for sure is to do more stuff like that. I mean, the Super Bowl was sort of a, an ongoing bro show to a degree. Yeah, all right, I love you. All right, uh, thank you. You know what? The, right there, that call, that call makes it all, worth it all worth it. It's the perfect reason for me to go to another commercial break. Because I'm tearing up. That guy who got punched in his face because he thought people were selling, uh, ripping our shirts off, which they were, Free Brady, and screaming at the street vendors nose to nose, being like, you stole Prez's idea, and then he says he loves you. That's what gets me up in the morning. That's not the money. Speaking of money, let's go to the next ad. Uh, SeatGeek, they're our ticket guys. What you do, because I asked. I bought tickets from SeatGeek, and I wasn't sure how to put in the code. The code is Prez. You put in P R E S, you get twenty bucks off. You don't get it instantly. You got to buy the tickets and then you download the app. And in the bottom right, it'll if you're using an iPhone, you'll see like me. You click on that where it asks for the code. You put in Prez. If you're on Android, I think it's my settings. You put in Prez P R E S. You get twenty bucks like rebate after you buy the tickets. It also makes me very good. Looks me like oh everyone's listening to this show. We got to advertise more. Forget about the Simmons show. The Prez show is where it's at. And guys like that who love me, that's who you're doing it for. You're not doing it for me. Um, Ryan, what do you got? Hey, what's up? All right. Prez? Yep. All right.
3: uh, I was just calling in. Um, I know the Dixie Tour last year produced a lot of good content, and I want to know where you are going forward with that this year. Still a little
1: bit ways off. Uh, I think the plan would be to do it again. Probably going to get more content other than just partying. It'll be up to Caleb. If Caleb wants to do it, we'll do it. Uh, I'm going to try to pick it up. We still got 59 freaking callers on the line. That's the power, baby. Uh, John, what do you got?
4: Uh, Hey, Prez. Uh, Do you have a financial advisor lined up when you move to New York?
1: Uh, Financial advisor. No. Are you looking for one? Uh, yeah, but I don't know that the type of financial advisor that I would be looking for would be making contact with me on the Power Hour. You don't even bother responding because you've been hung up on. Uh, Nick, what do you got? Nick?
3: Oh hey, what's up, Prez? What's going on? I just wanted to get your opinion on this. Me and my friends have been arguing about it, but, uh. Who do you
1: think would win in a street fight, LeBron or Floyd Mayweather? <laughs> Easiest question of all time, Floyd Mayweather. Not even, not even a question. And it's not just the physicality of it. Obviously, LeBron's huge. Mayweather's not. Mayweather would may may be too quick, land 100 punches. But LeBron is a soft-ass bitch. I could probably beat up LeBron. LeBron's a soft-ass bitch. He's never been punched in his mouth, honestly, once in his life. He's never been told, no, once in his life. Guys like that fold like a deck of cards. Mayweather hits him once, he cries, boom, fight over. More mental than anything else. Kenny? Kenny? Hello? Yep, you, the you way going? it works is I say your name, Kenny, and then you hit me with some questions or something.
4: All right, so first of all, I'm calling from Ann Arbor. I go to U of M. so just
1: saying you. what's up. Um,
4: uh, so you always seem to, like, you know, fight through the pain, like when your neck was in shambles. Like during the punk catch with Zoltan. I got to applaud you, you know. That was always a real fight, and I look up to that. Thank you. And uh, so my first question is, can we ever expect, you know, a a reality show? Maybe in the future?
1: Yeah, I love a reality show. The thing about pitching it and whatnot, it's a a pretty big undertaking. Lots of cameras having to, you know, film 24-7. Our office is, for the most part, going to be wired so we capture everything 24 7 it won't be live so but I, I guess what reality show is live so in a sort of way that will be our first attempt at it i think it'll be very funny um but we couldn't do it ourselves you need a network to buy in because it's a lot of fucking work
4: right okay and then the next question is like next time you're you're in ann arbor i was wondering if you guys want to make a punk catch part two
1: yeah sure i'll uh, look you up when we get there Chris. You're out, Chris. That sucks. He's on there all all time. uh, And I just hung up on him because he didn't talk. Drew, what do you got?
2: Hey, Prez. Uh, I was wondering if you could list the Boston sports franchises in order of importance.
1: To me personally, or what I think they rank overall in Boston. How about both? All right, fine. I'll do both. Uh, For me, personally, it's Patriots, Celtics, Red Sox, distant fourth Bruins. How I think they go for all of Boston, and this may be controversial, but I actually think it's Bruins, Patriots, Red Sox, Celtics. I will say that obviously changes with the success of the teams. Like before the Red Sox won all their World Series, I would say the Red Sox were always clearly number one. The Bruins are just hot. I mean, am I wrong about that? The Bruins, it seems like that's the number one fucking team. It, the Bruins. That that was my that is my vibe. Patriots always win, but it's a crazy ass hockey time. I would have no problem with people going. Patriots one, Bruins two, Sox three, Celtics four. I think any way you look at it for, for the overall city, the Celtics are four, and I think you can make arguments for the other three. What would you put in terms of overall city for your order?
4: I mean, I've got to go Patriots one, Sox two, Celtics, Celtics
2: three, Bruins four. But oh, that's, that's crazy. From.
1: Yeah, That's crazy. There's no way. There, there's just no way that, that the Bruins are four. And I, by the way, the Bruins are four for me. But there's no way the Bruins are fourth in the city. No way. Um, Brent, what do you got?
4: Yo, Prez. Uh, So out of you, Big Cat, Lewis, and Rico Bosco, who's the biggest degenerate gambler and whose opinion do you respect the most when it comes to betting on games?
1: I, I respect Rico's opinion. I respect Big Cat's opinion. I think they're both good. Who's the biggest degenerate? Hmm. It's tough, you know. Rico bets like a, a nickel, and I'm not talking 500 bucks. I'm talking like the silver kind that you can flip and say heads or tails. So I don't know if that affects being a degenerate. I, Rico's not a degenerate because he, he's very good at limits, and for that very reason of what I just said, he's not a degenerate. He likes to gamble, but he controls himself very well. Uh, Big Cat's an absolute degenerate. I mean, Big Cat wins. Big Cat, Big Cat. I've never known Big Cat when he's not going and firing at everything, and betting to the max that he can bet. So Big Cat's a degenerate. Yeah, he gets the title. Um, Abby. Hi. Ah, Am I'm so happy sister? we have a girl, Abby. I was wondering whether this is yeah. a guy. And then I saw your name, and it's like, are we just going to have 100 straight guys? So I'm really glad that that you called in.
5: I'm a stoolie in training. My boyfriend is definitely a stoolie, so I've gotten dragged along. But I'm learning to like you guys since he makes me watch the rundown every single night when I get home from work. Okay. Um, But my question is, if you could send a message to the entire world, what would you say in 30 seconds?
1: Hmm. It would obviously be some sort of ad for Barstool Sports about how great we are. I'd try to put together a collage of, like, our best clip, and then everybody from Ethiopia to Zimbabwe (laughs) to Western (laughs) California would be like, shit, these guys are really funny. Why don't we go watch their website, click on their website, we'd explode, and I'd have like hundreds of millions of dollars, and then I could buy ads wherever I wanted to say anything I wanted to say next. So those 30 seconds, that's how I would use them.
5: Okay, you're committed.
1: Yes, that was actually a huge brain answer. Um, Matt, what do you got? How are we doing, by the way? Matt, have you been listening to this show the whole time? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Boring. Should I be stopping this? What's happening? We got to walk of callers to get through. I mean, some
4: of the questions stink. I'm not going to lie.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, then, what do you got, Fun. big shot? <laughs> All
4: right, back to gambling. How pumped are you for the Keeneland meet?
1: Do you even oh, back Keeneland? What's that?
4: Do you even back Keeneland?
1: Yeah. Oh, I went to the Breeders' Cup too. Yeah, I do. I love. I love Keeneland. I would actually like to go to Keeneland. Um, when it's not Breeders' Cup, to see it more normal. I'm going to speed up now because this guy told me my show sucks. You know what? Every caller that I get to, A to F now, tell me how the show is going so I have a feel of what I'm running into. Just say it and then go to your question. Eric, what do you got?
0: Hey, what's
3: up, Dave? Long-time listener, first-time caller. show is fantastic. Um, I'm looking at that Cubs schedule. Don't really see a team that could beat us. Do you think this is Cubs year?
1: No, I don't. I think the Cubs are the Cubs. I think you guys will get to the wild card, but uh, I mean to the playoffs. But I'm still until you prove that you can hit a fastball, then I will not be betting on you. Uh, Jake, what do you got?
4: Yeah, hey Dave, Dave, this is Jake here. Um, show kind of. Uh, I think it's all right, but you'll have a lot of uh, a lot of trolls coming out making fun of you. My question is, if you and the, the first lady, you know, you know, finds your Adderall, you guys are separated. Who's the one guy in Barstool you would take out and have your wingman?
1: Uh, probably sales guy. Sales guy? poly Playoffs? Poly Playoffs. Yeah, he'd probably be the sales guy. He'd probably be the go-to sales guy, the, the go-to wingman. No, just bring down. I just hung up on you because it's like anybody who doesn't say the show is awesome only has a limited amount of time. And it says I have uh, 54 fucking callers. This is crazy. Tom, what do you got?
5: Hey, Dave. How's it going? I think the show is uh, excellent so far. Thank you. Um, All right. I got two quick questions for you. Um, One is I know I've heard you do pizza reviews and seen them, but do you do music reviews also?
1: No, not really.
5: Uh, All right. Uh, (laughs) I was just wondering. And um, the other question
1: is about... um, Hold on. This question better be fucking better than the last question. <laughs> well, Tony Bass, I was going to say if you don't think you have a if you don't think you have a great question right now, just swallow it, call back next week.
5: Well, I was, I was going to say you should check out this great band, but I was, I'm going to get to my next question. No, no,
1: yeah, you're done. Um Oh, another girl? Is this another girl, Cindy?
5: Hey, Dave.
1: Nice. What's up?
5: Hey, um I'm Cindy from Waltham. I, I got a story for you. Okay. So um, a couple months ago, the Chiefs game, you remember that? The Patriots? We won. It was a great game.
1: The playoff game. So. Play- are you yes. talking the playoff game? Yes, I remember it.
5: Yeah. So um, I was going wild on Twitter. You know, I'm a diehard Pats fan. You know, I love the Patriots. So I'm rushing out all these Chiefs fans, and they're, like,
0: completely,
5: like, crap talking about me and stuff. So I blocked all of them. Short- long story short, these girls from my school – they found my Twitter, they screenshotted everything and they thought they were talking they thought I was talking about them. And um, this is ridiculous. This is about football. This is about me, you know, defending the wall, the frickin' Patriots, like and then these girls are just thinking that I'm talking crap about them. And it's still yep. going on right now. Do you think I can get Rico Bosco on my legal case because my therapist says I can sue them for this because you, they're you're just still, like,
1: you mean you guys are still battling on Twitter about them misconstruing your tweets, is that how you're, what you're telling me?
5: Yeah, they don't understand sports, and I do. And they think I'm talking about them, but it was actually about like, the Chiefs fans. I blocked them, so I can't really see. But um, they're, you know, subtweeting me and everything. Uh, but, yeah, they're just so obsessed with me. Like, you I'm, know, I will
1: Are you pre- the wall
5: th- till I die.
1: That's aggressive, aggressive behavior. I'm not really – if you want Rico Bosco's number – you can have it. You two may deserve each other. I'm not quite sure. This story was bizarre. I thought I thought that was going to end up with a Patriot player in it. It didn't. Still, a, you know, an OK story. And for whatever part of me, that is the gentleman, I, I can't be as mean and cutting to girls as I should be. But and I just kind of let that one slide And And here's about any girl who calls from now on, even though we want girl callers. I'm not going to spare you my sarcasm. I hate myself for not asking like, is this girl pretty or fat? Cause she, most girls who are talking like her, it's so crazy. It's just, I picture them at home, not caring about anything else except the Patriots. So I'm not going to let anybody get off the hook that easy with probing questions ever again. Uh, Jeff, what do you got?
4: Hey, bud. Uh, you know, grew up in New England. I'm down in DC going to law school. Uh, I went through this uh, case on behalf of the Patriots fans and, uh, our biggest issue, honestly, is we got a shoddy lawyer representing us out of Maine. The guy's got sanctions against us. So my question is, can you get Papa Prez to get by the standing issue
2: and get the Patriots fans some justice?
1: I'll ask him. I don't know that my dad's who you want. Um, I'm, I'm trying now to speed this shit up so we get to everybody. Uh, Joe, what do you got? What's going on, Prez? Not much.
3: I love the show so far. Uh, some guy called about a pizza place earlier the place sounded awful you got to check out Serafina uh
1: best pizza in New York there's there's Serafina in Boston too
3: yeah unreal so my question is when you see some homeless guy doing something absolutely disgusting for the first time what is your reaction do you film them curse them out ignore what do you do
1: I try to film them without making eye contact so they don't like get a bum fight with me because that's but you gotta film it. It's instant content. It's kind of like that method who I always used to clean my windshields around um, the mat, uh, New England Medical Center. There, uh, Simon, what do you got?
4: Hey, Press, how you doing, man? Good. Um, I'm a relatively new story, and I always see in blogs and uh, the rundown. You guys talk about a fellow named Pirate Simon. Yep and i'm and i'm curious why is, who is pirate simon and i'm curious as you can tell my name's simon so
1: yeah i'll try to give you the real two minute rundown since this is turning into a a, a long show but um oh, so pirate understand. simon no so i'll give it the quick pirate simon illegally downloaded his name was simon he illegally down illegally pirated pirate porn in the office that was literally the letter we got from Comcast that you, that somebody in your office pirated pirate porn. It was a, a porn about pirates. It was like Spaghetti's Revenge or something. We never knew who did it. Um, Simon sat silently, and then one day, as he was getting, we were doing the rundown on one of his last days. He yelled from the front that Big Cat did it out of the blue, blamed it on Big Cat. It turned into this huge ordeal. Uh, we did interrogations. I put everybody under hot lights. I tried to figure out who did it. Simon never really admitted it till the very end, and so was born the legend of Pirate Simon. Uh, Ryan, what kind of is the question? What kind of pants did I wear in my mini golf video? Yeah, Hugo Boss. They're the best. They fit me right. They're not like you know. They're not too small. They're not too big. It was electric. I know it. I had a great outfit underneath the jacket. It was like twenty degrees. Um, Aaron, what do you got?
3: Hey, what's up, Prez? Great show so
4: far. Thanks. Um, yeah, so I'm the kid who pretended to be gay to try to get huh. an internship over the summer.
1: Yep. If people don't recall, we, we are looking for a gay guy. A funny gay guy I think would be huge. i never been able to find one. This guy, Aaron, pretended to be gay for a couple minutes and then admitted that he was not gay and still wanted the job. That obviously, we can't have fake guys fake gay guys running around the office
4: yeah but my my thing is I'm pretty sure I could have got away with it for at least a week but I'm from Watertown so I figured someone would obviously
1: spill the beans but I think how long right.
4: I know you got a big brain but how long would you figure it out
1: I would have to sing you I, I feel I can smell out I a gay guy a mile away what
4: I wouldn't have went over the top. you know. I, would, I think I would have played it cool, but I think yeah, I could have I, got
1: away with a little while. Yeah, there's, I would have loved to be a part of it. It's too bad you, you, you caved so quickly. I would have loved. That's a great experiment. I would have loved to, for a fake gay guy to slip in and see how long. I mean, just like Blind Mike, you saw the microscope he went under. People didn't think he was blind. turns out he's blind as a bat. He's actually <laughs> downplayed his blindness because I think he doesn't want to just be the blind guy. So I think we would have found you out. Uh, Brendan, what do you got?
4: Hey, Dave. So uh, first off, uh, I got a gay brother. So if that helps with the
2: internship look at all, that would probably be a good look.
1: Uh, My first
2: question, though. Okay,
3: go ahead.
1: No, I was going to say that doesn't help at all.
3: Calling him up and, you know, he kind of hates me anyways, which kind of be a good bit. Anyway, so my question, I got two. The first one is you say that nothing really rattles you. But um, last summer you went through uh,
2: two and 12 unders. So would you say um, when you're betting baseball this summer, would that come into your mind at
3: all, or are you just going to move past it?
1: Well, that was a mathematical equation I looked at. It was just simple math. It was, you know, all the overs had come in, and I thought everything would come back to C-level. I was wrong. That's out of my brain. You know, great shooters just keep shooting.
2: Yeah, true, true. Um, My follow-up question then, uh, so you got you and Trump. Uh,
4: So who would win in a debate between the two of you guys? And then following that, would the answer change if it became a death match?
1: Uh, It would probably be an interesting debate. It would probably just be, um, like, two people talking in separate conversations. I can't tell. Hold on. Let me see something. There's something going on right now. I can't tell if people are acting like we've been hacked, possibly. So give me a second. I see emails coming in about... uh, All right. Never mind. I'm back. Sorry about that. I was just checking something real quick. Uh, and we're, we're down to a one-question limit because with the we're, we're 32 minutes left in the show, I have 47 callers. So this show is never supposed to go this long. Um, so, Cam, you're up.
4: Oh, what's up, Fred? Great what's going going on? So I like
1: the energy. I like the energy. Go.
4: Yeah, it, it got me through my girlfriend's um, eyebrow fixing, so thank you. But uh, my question is... Uh, if, you, if God came to you in person and said, would you take your life for Tom Brady? Would you take your life for Tom Brady?
1: Yes. Uh, let's see here. Susan.
5: Hi. Um, hey, Susan. So, B-plus show so far. Um, right, my question that. is um, whether or not, you, if there's any plans for you to be on the rundown less, so Fights can be on it more.
1: You're a Fights girl. Mm-hmm. Because you think she's, he's funny or good-looking? He's funny. So you think he's funnier than me?
5: I think they're both funny, but rundowns are funnier when he's on it.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. Susan, that's just crazy. I like Feidelberg. I give him the responsibility, but that's just insanity. Um, Brian. Hey, what's up, Rez? Did you, did you hear that last girl say the rundown's better with Feidelberg than me? I did hear her say that. That's just, I mean, that's lunacy.
3: I don't agree, honestly. I like fights. I'm a big fights person. I don't get the comment section hate, but I think the best is when we get the trio with you, Big Cat KFC.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's just how it is, but that, that, that wasn't any. Anyways, what do you got? Truly. Um,
3: anyways, anyone who follows KFC knows that he like genuinely hates people, Like hates commuting, loves the city, but like doesn't like to deal with it. Are you going to take great enjoyment in like seeing him have to suffer through that shit every morning as someone who hasn't had to commute in like five years?
1: The amount of work he's made us put in, myself, Big Cat, Weidelberg, mm-hmm. Sales got the entire company is relocating because he had this precious little kid and he didn't want to move and we didn't want to lose him. <laughs> so the fact that he's going to have to get on, I guess, the, uh, some sort of steamship, or boat? Every <laughs> a single boat, day yeah, because he's
3: in Hoboken. He's literally going to have to cross a fucking river to get to yeah. the office
1: yeah. every
3: fucking morning. Yeah, And it's so. not a joke. Anyone who's followed him like from day one and read his shit, it's not a shtick. He has a legitimate, like, incredible hate for any type of travel. He loves getting seamless and sitting at home. And I think it really, really bothers him more than he'll ever let on that like this has forced his hand into
1: doing that. Yeah, I mean, he he was somehow thought he deserved like relocation bonus or something because he had to travel. Uh, that's bananas. Yeah, so I am I am looking forward to that. Like the worst of it is sort of behind me. I had to leave my city, but I'm settled in. I'll be closer to the office, so right. I, I am picturing him. I hope. I don't know what type of ship he's going to be on, but I hope it's <laughs> something where you don't have the. It's seat not a ship. It's like
3: a little river taxi thing.
1: I hope somehow he has to be outside, like when it's spitting and rain in and like 20, and he's going to be bundled up like he's coming to America from an immigrant, like <laughs> passing the Statue of Liberty. Nothing would make think... him happier to have him miserable on his commute.
3: Yeah, and I think that should be a segment. You're a big coffee guy, right? Huge. Yeah, he, it, do you know, like, he's never drank
1: coffee? Yeah, 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 insanity.
3: Like, it, the mornings for him are going to be awful, and you'll be all wired up. I would love to just have a camera, like, every morning, like, mornings with KFC, 845 with KFC, and then just, like, see you two, like, polar opposite attitudes. Like, I I would love that.
1: Yeah, I, it's a great idea, and I am excited to see him in pain. I can't tell, what I, is the show over now? Nobody has anything. Are these people still in the line or are we done? You know what? We're going to do the last ad here because we could be done. And this is the best ad of the whole bunch, T-Mobile. So T-Mobile is giving away well, – I don't even understand how this is possible. They're giving away MLB.TV, which is like 110 bucks. I already bought it here for – it's the first thing I did when I got here because I wanted to be able to watch all the Red Sox games. They're giving it away for free if you have T-Mobile. Um, you've got to do it by April 10th, and apparently, and this is the biggest part, something called Bing On allows them to, to not use the data. So you can watch every single baseball game on your T-Mobile device for free, every out-of-market game for free. It can't be that. You've got to do it by, I guess you've got to get a T-Mobile phone or T-Mobile plan, and you've got to do it by April 10th. And you go T-Mobile, if you're already a customer, it seems like you can do it for that too. T-Mobile.com slash MLB, and you get the MLB package for the whole season. That's $110, basically every out-of-market game, never miss a pitch, doesn't eat the data. I don't even know how this is possible. It seems like we're getting squ- swindled here. Um, so T-Mobile, do that. I, I think maybe, well, there's one more call here. John, is this a call? John, are you still there or are we done? Hey, what's up? What's hey, going on,
4: Press. Uh, excuse me, First, the the rundown is not is not the rundown without you, Big Cat. Second of all, the AVN content is unbelievable. My
3: question is very simple: if you could just f if you just fuck one porn star for the rest of your life every
4: day, who is that porn star? Woo,
1: what a, what a question! Uh, I mean,
4: Jessica James for me, but
1: oh yeah, I mean that's going on. I was always like Christina Rose, huge fan, but she's like super old. Go. I'm not as yeah. up to speed on the new ones but the, so that's just like an always classic one that i'd have i can't tell where there's people still online i no longer have names i no longer have numbers i have mean, have numbers i don't have names let me see if i can talk to paul my my guy here and see what's going on paul you there yeah i'm here what is going yeah. on right now yeah, you
2: can't not take any more calls, so I just stopped screening them so you know we were out. Because there's like a 1,000 calls, but you just, you just go on forever.
1: Okay, so the people who are on hold with no names, they called after I said we're taking no more calls?
2: Correct, and they're just listening in.
1: Okay, so I don't know these. Got it. So we, we got through all the calls?
2: We got through all the calls we answered, yes.
1: All right, great. I like how I can bring you in, too. That's going to be a new twist that we can do what we just did. Whereas if I want you to talk, I just click on you. I can put you back on the middle. All right. What did you, did you listen to this show or were you too busy doing the other stuff? No,
2: no, that's the thing. I can't listen to it while screening it. It just gets confused. It's like, it's like you hear echoes and all that shit. So that sucks. All right. So I was going to ask
0: you if I should like, I was going to ask you if I should jump in when there's like calls from certain people
2: to let you know they're on the line or if you want to just like get through the list. Yeah, no, I'd rather
1: you talk in and out. Like, this is live. This is still part of the show. So I'd rather you talk in and out if you have something to add. Okay, I will. All right. So that's the show, then. We got through, everybody. Uh, Thanks for listening. I'm sure people will hate this. I actually thought this was more interesting than some of the other stuff, but who knows. I'll do whatever. The rating, you know what? The ratings are the ratings, and whatever the ratings are is what I'll do, because I'm a slave to the ratings. Goodbye.